If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe with your host, Mallory Donahue. And, um... I'm here this morning, uh, and I'm, I'm going to end up getting naked for y'all. I don't think a lot of people are watching right now, so they're in for a big surprise when that starts happening. And make sure to say hi if you're watching. I can see that more people are joining in. Hey, Bethany. But sometimes I get nervous, like every once in a while, the Facebook Live uh, thing will glitch, and then I can't, like, see any comments, so, yay, good, Lauren says good morning, <laughs> and Bethany says new crop top, that's right, so, hi, Kim, uh, I, I'm really excited this morning because I have the leggings that I started on Monday that I cut out and I, um, uh, constructed almost all the way for you all, but I have not done the hem on these yet, big surprise. Now I have not worn them yet either. It's not like I went around wearing them unhemmed like some kind of heathen that I am. Hey Sandy and Betsy. Uh, so I've got these, um, I've got these leggings and they are capris. They go to about like, oh, I'm gonna put my leg up here. Oh, like lower third of the calf. And I wanna talk to you all about how we how I mark the hem on leggings a little bit. I'll, I'll talk about that. Hey, Elaine. But today on the live broadcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to thread up my machine with what I need to hem my leggings. And then I am going to hem the leggings. And I also need to hem the sleeve hems on my shirt. Hey, Hillary. And uh, I, I think maybe I missed somebody when I was turning away, but... You're all, I'm, I'm happy to have you all here. So I've, uh, somebody actually said, they were like, I wanted to see the hem on the leggings from the last video. And uh, my last video was very long. It was like 37 minutes of talking about leggings. And my internet actually got cut off. Hey, Caroline from Sweden and Gabrielle. Uh, my internet actually got cut off. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I wonder why that happened after 37 minutes. Well, I have a Wi-Fi hotspot for internet, and I bring it up here, and it's not plugged in. It's, like, running on its battery, and its battery ran out. I talked for leggings. I talked about leggings for so long that the battery ran out. Hey, Marisa. Okay, so I'm threading for the cover stitch. My presser foot's up, of course. And then I'm on the baby lock ovation, and so... I was on the Enlighten last time. Oh, and somebody was like, how how do I thread the maxi lock stretch into my baby lock? I, I think I think um, Glenda asked, and I don't think Glenda's watching this morning yet, but Sandy is, her sister. And I just want to tell you guys that every once in a while, I just have like a super duper um, threading day with the maxi lock stretch. Hey, Leandra. And... Today was one of those days. I just stuck it right in the port and pressed the button, but I did show you all another technique because the thread is, it's a stretchy thread. It's really, it, it is not rigid in the least. So it, sometimes it can be hard to like get it to stay rigid as you're trying to put it into the port, you know? So there's a very easy trick called the thread lasso to take care of that. But it's like some days I've just, 
I've just got it, okay? So, <laughs> Sandy says, I think Glenda might be working today like a sucker. Yeah, well, you know, some of us have to work sometimes, right? Or some of us just so for people on the interwebs. And if you just joined in, because there are a lot of people who have joined in since I started the broadcast, I told everybody that I'm going to be getting a little naked for you today. So how about that? All right, so I've threaded my looper, which went, you know, swimmingly. And now I'm going to thread my two needles. And there is no automatic needle threader on the Ovation. And you're like, what? I've heard how much that machine costs. Why isn't there <laughs> Why isn't there an automatic threader on the Ovation? Well, because on the Ovation, you can have up to five needles in the machine at once. It's sort of a rare occurrence that one would use all five at the same time. But it, you know, it can happen. So they just haven't come up with a needle threader that can go through all five positions, okay? Oh, hello, Elaine. And then, yeah, Sandy says it's been a naked week in the group. Lots of people sharing bra photos and everything. Yep, so what the deal is, and the title of my, my live broadcast today is Four Cover Stitch Hems to a New Outfit. And so I have on leggings that are not hemmed. And I have on my new crop top where the sleeve hems, you can see I've got like a little serger string hanging off there, and I'm going to cover stitch those. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about how I marked these hems and how I like to mark hems for knit garments. Uh, not just how I mark them, but like in the lead up to marking them, I guess. Uh, Julian says, five needles, how many threads can it take? Oh, and hello, Marianne. Uh, it can take eight threads, theoretically. Now, I didn't want to make this into a, you know, like a whole thing about the ovation necessarily, but the ovation can have eight threads and you might not use them all at once. Okay. So the ovation is like two machines in one. We call it, a, um, excuse me, we like to call it a combination machine. It is an overlock machine. So you all know that you're traditional uh, serger, traditional overlock machine can have four threads on it, right? Two needles, two loopers. And then it has a cover stitch machine on it too. And the cover stitch machine could possibly have a possibility of three needles and one cover looper. So that's how you get the four plus four equals eight. And uh, somebody requested an episode like that about the differences between the baby lock sergers. And I think that'd be wonderful because when people are researching them, that's kind of like one of the first things. And I used to spend a lot of time at our dealership explaining that. So I think if you could go into your dealer kind of like knowing, then you could you could make a better uh, make a better decision. You know, maybe get to the 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 meat of the issue on on which surgery you want. And Amanda said, I noticed that new top it looks great, and I'm betting super soft DVP. Yep. So this is more double brush poly and touching myself because it's so soft. And it is from L.A. Finch Fabrics. Oh, and I'm going to take a moment here. <laughs> Every time I, like, talk about or I, I, like, share about the live broadcast, I take a screenshot of my live broadcast. And um, it's always difficult to get a screenshot because I'm constantly moving and talking. And so I get a, a screenshot that looks like I'm, like, or something weird. So I'm just going to take a moment, Okay. I've threaded my serger. I'm going to flip it back up. And I'm going to hold up, like, ZD's favorite scissors in my L.A. Finch Fabrics DBP and just 
pose. And that's going to make my life so much easier. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now that I've completely rethreaded my machine, I have a little sample fabric here. And when you completely rethread your baby lock cover stitch machine, you want to not start off by sewing in the air. You want to start on some fabric. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, oh, yeah, I plugged my foot control in. Good, good job, Mal. <laughs> All right, there we are, and I'm going to trim these needle threads here, get them there. Hey, Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie says she loves my random screenshot faces. I, I can find a good one. It just is very time consuming. <laughs> so I appreciate you all letting me have the photo break. Okay, great. So... Uh, one difference between your cover stitch machine and your serger is on your cover stitch machine, you might not get a chain when you chain off, okay? Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, but the cover stitch really depends on upon the fabric to make the chain, whereas on the baby lock sergers, when you use the overlock part of them, they can like chain off in the air, okay? Uh, not every brand can do that, but you can use that chain to like do fun things. Uh, you can make belt loops, you can, some people like make chain with decorative thread and then they crochet or knit with it. Haven't gotten that far personally. Hey Kate, um, and <laughs> all right, so this is my cover stitch, it's looking fab. Here's another example of thread blending and okay, this might be a place where I'd say, okay, you quote unquote OCD people, you might not like this as much, okay? Hey, Pamela, I've got black thread in one needle. I have a navy thread in one needle, and I have a gray thread in my looper. The outside of my black fabric, what you see is that black and navy thread, okay? So don't freak out. I'm okay with this. <laughs> if you're not okay with it, I understand. And this is a place where like, okay, maybe you should get two threads that match for your cover stitch needles if you wanna be very specific. But once again, here's my looper and on the black fabric on the underside, on the inside of my leggings, like where the hem's gonna be, there will be gray thread, but you cannot see it on the outside, even when things get stretched and whatnot. And the cover stitch hem is, once again, when you talk about serger and cover stitch machines, they are meant to work with knits. And so you are, you're getting a very nice stretchy stitch. Now, for those of you who are like, I want to get a real detailed view of what this cover stitch, you know, jazz looks like when you're sewing on it. Today is not that day. Um, but and listen, listen closely, because I know I say something like this a lot. I say, we're going to make a video, okay, and then things get crazy. But we, we have made a video. We have filmed it. I believe maybe Sam has edited it <laughs> already. And it's about cover stitching in the round and how to do something kind of cool with your needle threads. And so we've actually made that video. So I'm not making any empty promises today about uh, videos being made, I promise. Oh, and I am just gonna go off camera here for one second and get a straight pin. That's just prep for when I get naked for you later. So I promise I've made the video. So when Lonnie's like, Oh, where's the, where's the ham hot video? Where's the, this video? This video is coming. I won't, I won't take any of your lip, Lonnie. All right. 
I'm a cover stitcher extraordinaire. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Pride cometh before the fall, right? Um, so I actually am not going to pin my pants hem. I wouldn't recommend this if this is something that's new to you. I also hate, well, hate's a strong word, but I don't enjoy sewing on my ovation without the knee lift. Or I love the knee lift, okay? But it's kind of hard to sew with it in the live broadcast because my leg gets all caught up and I'm trying to face you all and everything. So anyway, hem number one. <clears throat> and this is just butter, okay? Uh, this is the DBP from LA Finch Fabrics that you're gonna get in your Sew Here box. And I've just turned it over and my cover stitch is catching it nicely. I probably shouldn't even, I don't know, shouldn't go that fast just because you, you're more accurate when you go a little slower and the Ovation has a speed control. It's on medium right now, but the sergers, sergers go fast. They go up to 1500 stitches per minute, okay? So, you know, if you really wanted to slow yourself down, you could even bring it down more than half. I cut off my tails uh, from my previous stitching and I'm gonna go over my previous stitching. Okay. And then I'm gonna bring my needles up out of my fabric and I always turn my hand wheel toward me, okay. I raise my presser foot and I pull my fabric toward me, just like the length of a stitch or two, okay, that's all. And I do another couple stitches. So you can't backstitch on a serger or a cover stitch machine. There's no like backstitch button, okay? So this is our alternative uh, to, to having that backstitch button. I'm about to lose my straight pin. I bring my needles up out of the fabric again and raise my presser foot. And like I said, there is a super detailed video coming where we just got super close to these needles. Lonnie, I don't even know if I can honor your comment with, with further comment. I just don't even know. <laughs> Lonnie says, dare I mention the words Kelly and Anorak. My Kelly Anorak is not yet finished. You, you nosy person. All right. So I brought slack out from my needles and now uh, I did an amazing thing. Like I said, that's going to be in that video. I'll see, I'll see. Um, <laughs> I hate to ask Sam. <laughs> <laughs> to do anything extra because she's been working so hard but I will see where we are on that video and we we might be able to get that up by the end of this week because what we did and what I really like to do for a lot of sewing videos in case you're wondering because I know that I've got some like sewing bloggers in this group there are a few people who they want to do tutorials and stuff like that so if you are um, a sewing blogger and you're looking to make videos and stuff I'm gonna see if I'm still stitching here. Yep. All right. If you're um, if you're a sewing blogger and you're looking to make videos, what can be nice to do sometimes is to make a video and really just don't worry about the sound during the video and later come back in and do voiceover because. You don't want to talk while you're sewing, while you're making a sewing video, in case you need to cut something out and then like the machine sound is going. So sometimes when we can get away with it, we will get in there and film 
real close up and add the voiceover later. Kim says, are the videos on SewHere.com or YouTube? We have a YouTube channel, um, and it's under ZD Sewing Studio. And then I have done my best to embed a lot of our videos on SewHere.com, like through a video tutorials thing. But we do, we, we host those free videos on YouTube. Now, the videos for our classes, like the EZT class, are hosted on Vimeo so oh. that they are protected, you know. Um, but, yes. Hey, Elaine. We have, like, three Elaines watching this morning that I know of. <laughs> three Elaines that have said hello. Okay, Uno Moss cover stitch on the leggings. Here we go. So anyway, we've done that. We've we've done that video and I just I had mom do the cover stitch hem twice and I just zoomed way in on those needles so that you can see the action of of what we do for that. I think it's it'll be really helpful. I used to use those videos even in conjunction with my like in-person classes. Because I would say, okay, well, you're going to do this and this and this. And even if we walked through it on the person's machine, having that reference later and an angle that it was, like, super close up could be so helpful. Oh, I shouldn't have gone so far. I'm going to clip my little tails here and do this. Now, if you've got a question about my crop top, it is a modified Easy Tee. So the Easy Tee is our first online class that we... Um, that we ever did. Oh, and Kim says I should post a link to the group uh, for the videos. I will do so. Or if anyone knows our, I know a few of you know our YouTube channel, and I, I have shared a couple videos from it. Mom and I did a video on darning jeans um, that is very popular. It's been shared quite a few times. We did a video on how to embroider a terry cloth towel, and if you want to know what I looked like when I was, like, 17, uh, you can find that out by... <laughs> watching that video. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so, so long ago. All right, bringing out that slack from the needles and then pinching my fabric away. Turn my hand wheel a couple times. There we go. And ta-da. And then I can pull from the back. What, what this technique does for those of you who are unfamiliar with it, and Marisa, I'll explain that. Um, what this technique does, what, what the magic is, like why you're going to be so excited to see the video if you don't know how to do it yet, is it eliminates the need for you to go back and pull threads through with a, like a hand sewing needle. And so it just saves you some time. Uh, Marisa says, four thread spools. Do I want stretch in all four or just certain ones? With the maxi lock stretch thread, you and your serger, okay, a serger and maxi lock stretch thread, you can put them in every every place, <laughs> every possible place you can put the maxi lock stretch thread. I've got it right now in the needles and looper of my cover stitch machine. And oh, when I, oh, I'll just take this opportunity to trim some threads. Um, when I constructed my leggings, I used a three thread overlock narrow, which is the stitch, the type, ooh, the type of stitch that we recommend for knits. And I used the stretch thread in all, every spot you can put a thread in your serger. It is cool for the needles. It's great for the loopers. The question comes up, and Marisa's question's an excellent one, because woolly nylon I think a lot of people think of as like only a looper thread and it's 
it's it's related sort of to the stretch thread. It's not exactly the same. We we like the stretch thread better for this uh, these applications that we're showing it for. Um, so anyway, but you know you can put woolly nylon in the needle of the serger. It just doesn't quite act quite as nice. Um, I'll see if I can get a good picture, maybe for a blog post, and uh, show you all really up close and personal what this thread looks like really close up and what the woolly nylon looks like really close up. The woolly nylon almost looks like a sponge. It puffs up more than this thread does. It gets puffier. It can make for a very comfortable seam in lingerie and even activewear, but this stuff is actually like stretchier and so we like it for the activewear. Okay, so I'm I I have heard tell that like fashion bloggers do this. So I'm just going to go off camera for a second and come right back and I will be in my capri leggings and um and in my my crop top undergarment thing. Okay, one moment. Okay. <laughs> I'm all splotchy. I get so splotchy when I um when I'm nervous or like performing or anything and that's kind of like why I like to wear clothing with a little more coverage. So I am wearing, <laughs> I am wearing my capri leggings and I'll show you uh, the bottoms of those in just a moment. Okay. Ta-da! So see, oh gosh, I'm glad the bottom of my foot wasn't like super dirty or something. <laughs> so these capri leggings, I want to tell you all that when I hemmed them, and I'm trying to stay close to the microphone here, Okay, the way I hemmed them was I like moved around in them a ton. I was I was putting my foot up like on a chair and stuff and I wanted the leggings to like ride up a little bit. You know, they do that because they're really a close fitting garment. So I wanted them to ride up so that I could, I didn't want to hem them too short. I didn't want to hem them and then I run around and then they, they ride up on me. So I didn't want that to happen and so that's why when you hem your leggings, and we show you this in leggings class, your knit fabrics, they want to stretch. They will, they will stretch all sorts of different ways. Over time, they could shrink depending on your fabric. I have not had that happen to me with this DBP, but different fabrics can act different ways. So anyway, um, we recommend that you kind of move around in them a little bit before hemming. This is totally different than <laughs> than like a pair of woven slacks, you know? You're just not gonna get that kind of uh, variation in those woven slacks. Oh, silly me. I should have just sewn on my other piece of fabric. But I'm gonna rethread my needles here real quick. Y'all get to see this again. And I'm going to do two more hems, and I will have like a completely finished outfit, not just one that needs hems. <laughs> oh, good morning, Marion. Marion often can't join us during the live broadcast because she cares for her grandchildren, which is very kind of her. Okay, threading these needles. And like I said, the ovation um, and the evolution too. If you are, if you're shopping, right now and you kind of know what I'm talking about. They do not have automatic needle threaders because of the amount of needles that they can have. All right, get that out of here. 
Of course, you know, when I'm sewing on my own and I've got like all the time in the world, you know, nothing like this ever happens. It only happens during my live broadcasts that I, I get like a funny thing like this. And actually, I had to, um, oh, Juliana, yay, Juliana, I'm glad you're watching. She says, that totally helps my legging shorts question from this morning, hemmed before trying them on and seeing how they adjusted to my body. Yeah, for sure. And I would recommend, and ZD and I always recommend, trying things on at every stage of construction. I know that it can be hard and you can get anxious and stuff, but actually that's what delayed the finishing of this crop top for me. Well, a few things delayed it, but um, <laughs> part of what delayed it was I thought that I had it figured out. I thought that I knew what I was doing and I'd made like the proper alterations to my easy tee pattern without actually like making alterations to the pattern, just being like, I'll remember what I did. And so then I like finished it. I, I cover stitched the neckline, which was fine. I didn't have to go back and like take that out. But I also put the ham hot band on the bottom of the shirt and then I tried it on and it was way too loose. And so to make the easy tee into a crop top, you got to make it a little tighter around that under bust area of like, duh, right? Um, so, <laughs> so that it doesn't just hang loose. I mean, you could do that. There are, there of course are crop tops, you know, that are like that, but this one, this one needs to be tight around my under bust so that I'm feeling secure. And so I, um, I didn't try it on. I put that ham hot band on. I was like, oh great. Now it's too loose and I have to like undo all of this. And did I take out the surging stitch by stitch with the seam ripper? No, I just rotary cut it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't really undo it. All right. And I'm getting back around to the beginning. So I'm going to trim this. So yeah, Juliana, she posted a pair and I'll just call them booty shorts sort of. And that's, you know, so they were, they were pretty short, but she said they kind of ride up into my crotch and should I make them wider around the thigh? Should I, should I increase the, the crotch depth? You know, da, 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 all the, all these things. Should I increase the length of the pants? Length can help. Um, you know, they can be too tight, of course, too, but then you, you want them to stay on your, stay close to your body. So the tightness is important. Okay, got around to the end there. But the other thing is, and you know, just shameless plug, like I like to give for our website and whatnot. The leggings class, how we make these leggings is there's not um, a lot of negative ease built into them. They really are just like the shape of your body. And so you're not worrying a lot about patterns of fabrics stretching out. Um, you're not worrying about some of that, some of what Juliana is concerned with because they're not having to stretch so much when you put them on your body. And so that's what I like about drafting the leggings that way first. Now, you know, Glenda has mentioned this and Sandy, you can tell Glenda I shouted her out like, you know, twice. <laughs> um, uh, Revel just joined. She says, we must be having a good time because I'm in my bra. I'm having a good time. And anyway, so when you draft the leggings first, just to your body measurements without like a bunch of negative ease, 
then you can go back and make a compression legging later that is uh, that is tighter, you know, but, you know, Juliana, your little booty shorts, you might not want them to be super tight because of that reason, because of the riding up, because they are, those, those booty shorts can sometimes be above that widest part of your thigh, which you also mentioned. You were very, very, uh, astute about that. You, you really, I think you, you know, were, you're really on a good track to get a, a nice fitting pair of the booty shorts. <laughs> and Juliana says, yes, I need leggings class. I have a bunch of fabric waiting for it. So if you, if, um, people in general, not just you, uh, Juliana, if you have not signed up for the leggings class, you can go to sewhere.com slash leggings and sign up. It's $14.99 right now for pre-order. And it'll go up to $19.99 when it releases on July 15th which is coming up, people. <laughs> we're, we're almost there, almost ready to get it to testers. You beautiful, patient testers. All right, guys, this is my last cover stitch hem to a new outfit. Trimming those threads from my previous stitching so they don't get in my way. And I'm going to secure everything by stitching over, and then also by quote-unquote cover stitch back stitching, which means that I sort of back up on my fabric and then stitch again. And then bringing my needles to the highest position and raising my presser foot, I put a pin behind my needle threads, but in front of my needles, and pull toward me so that I get some slack. And then that slack comes out below the presser foot and I can turn the hand wheel or I can sew and then pull that out and clip and then pull that. Oh, and Betsy says, when will I be shipping the boxes? One of our extras, special, super special things, is supposed to arrive on Thursday. So I hope to get everything packed up and then just go in and like put all that all that fun extra stuff in there and hopefully get them shipped like Friday, Saturday, and into Monday. Okay? So... Uh, there we are. Good question, Betsy. And a few of you had, like, address changes. And Betsy, I think maybe you said you were going to be out of town. Uh, things like that. You know, you can always email me about, and I will help you out. Okay. So, now I have my new crop top here, which Amanda spotted. The L.A. Finch Fabrics Double Brush Poly. I get, I get so red and splotchy. <laughs> All right. So now I am wearing an outfit that is completely, uh, hemmed. Uh, so that's exciting. And Juliana asked how long the videos are. I can't, I'll, I'll, I don't know the answer to that. I think the whole class can't be more than like an hour, hour and a half. I, that's like generously, um, allowing for it. And then Rochelle asks, I have a regular serger. Will you hold my hand in using it for leggings class? Absolutely. So the leggings class, and this question has come up a couple of times, um, but the leggings class, you can use just a sewing machine to create your leggings. You can use a serger and a sewing machine, or you can use a serger and cover stitch machine. So all of those options are available to you. The only option that we don't cover is sewing them by hand. 
<laughs> and if you want to do that, you just like go ahead, okay? Um, but we, uh, yeah, don't don't worry about it. In fact, when Juliana was asking how long the videos are, there might be a couple videos you don't have to watch uh, if you have like certain machines. Oh, and Bethany, I did get your email about the address change. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so anyway, we it was it was difficult to choose how to do the videos and like be expedient about it. Um, but what we have is we have a video that's construct leggings the ZD way. And it goes through the, the like, order of operations and how to put the leggings together. And ZD's using the ovation, okay? And then we have, like, a little add-on video that's like, but hey, if you don't have, you know, the, the serger or if you don't have the cover stitch, you know, you'll do it like this on the sewing machine. And it, those, are, those are actually pretty quick. The, the longest videos are the drafting um, videos and, you know, <laughs> There's a video on cutting out the leggings, which you might, we recommend watching all the videos first, okay? You don't, you don't want to miss out on anything, but you, when you make another pair, these are things you might not have to watch again. You know, if you're like, okay, I know how to line up the grain and the greatest stretch, I don't have to watch the cutting video again. And that's kind of why we like to, we, we chunk them up into little bits, okay? So that's, that's what we like to do. Okay, well, I'm wearing a completely new outfit. I, uh, this is a little different. A few of you have seen my other crop top that I've worn for a lot of live broadcasts that's made of the rayon from L.A. Finch Fabrics, and it is uh, like a black and light purple floral. And the, uh, the sleeves are wider on it, and so I tightened up the sleeves on this one just for a different look. And I was, I was thinking about doing that in the first one, and actually went over to Mom, and I was like, hey, should I tighten up these sleeves? Should I put a band on them? Should I, what should I do? And she's like, just leave that one like that, and then, you know, in the future, make the other one, make the other one different. You know, make, make a bunch of different ones. So anyway, um, that's what I did. Uh, for this one, I decided, okay, I'm going to tighten it up and see how I like it. And I do, I kind of like it. It it just feels like a little more secure, you know. And so I'm wearing all double brush poly and it's really nice. And then those of you who got to see me half naked just now uh, in my little crop top, that crop top my mom bought me from Urban Outfitters, I don't know, like a couple, few years ago, uh, before I was pregnant with Zelda. So it's it's been a while. And actually, it's a really comfortable, like, casual undergarment for me. Even right now while I'm pregnant, and, you know, your, your body changes a lot while you're pregnant, you know, uh, boobs included. And so I think I'm going to try and just make a few more just like that, just like little easy tank bras. I know. I'm lucky. I got the small boobs, so I can make some pretty simple undergarments like that. I understand. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to make some more of those and make some high-waisted underwear, too. And that's going to be my undergarment uniform uh, for the rest of the pregnancy. So we'll see. We'll see how fast I get around to that. But I'm glad that I got this shirt finished because I had started it a while ago and then realized that I'd screwed it up. But I fixed it. Everything's cool. And now I've got another crop top and then my cropped leggings, too, to wear. All right. Well, all you fabulous people, thank you for watching. It is wonderful to meet all of our new members. You all have, like, really good questions. I'm just really enjoying all of the interaction that we get. Uh, everybody's talking about, you know, um, 
different types of clothing for men from the high fashion sphere and then people asking about booty shorts riding up and all that kind of stuff. It's it's wonderful and I really think that uh, you all are keeping the group interesting and thoughtful. Uh, that's kind of my, my main tenet for the group is that we post about things that are you know, that we have questions about that are thoughtful. So anyway, okay, well, you all have a fabulous day. I'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m., even though the post from earlier this week is wrong and Facebook would not let me edit it. I apologize. I'll see you all tomorrow at 9 a.m. And uh, then that'll be it for this week. I, I don't go live on Fridays generally. Okay, hope you get something sewn today. I did. <laughs> all right, bye-bye. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last. Sell